Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. A recent public participation poll conducted by the NPO Dear South Africa on whether Miss South Africa Lalela Mswana should participate in the Miss Universe pageant in Israel showed overwhelming support for her to go. But what exactly is Dear South Africa? And can it influence government policy? Rob Hutchinson is the co-founder of this popular public participation platform. And if you recognize his voice, that's because he also has his own show on HFM. Joins me now to tell me more. Rob, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much. Lovely to be here. Tell me about Dear South Africa. Dear South Africa is a non-profit organization that was founded in to facilitate public participation in all government decision-making processes. So we facilitate the public in um, policy formation and tariff increases or anything else that that uh, has to be put out for for public comment. Government is obliged by law to uh, put out uh, uh, any decision that they want to make has to be put out in the public space and uh, the public have to be invited to comment and the comments have to be acknowledged and considered in the final decision-making process. So we facilitate that whole process. We promote it to the public and we encourage participative democracy in order for the public to actually gain control of, of their democracy and governance. So as a fellow um, high-up presenter, you'll know uh, that the Ferrari over Miss South Africa. And it's kind of when I came to you as an organization, suddenly your Dear South Africa campaign was being quoted in the media and I became aware of it. But how long have you been going and how many polls have you put out? And um, we've been going for just over three years. Um, it was started, as, as I said, out of, out of necessity. And we've done, what well, I'd say, about... 220 over 220 campaigns in that time completed them you know, every every time government makes a decision they publish it in the government gazette and we trawl through those and then go through them and then decide what needs to be not what needs to be put out and what needs to be uh what needs public involvement and it's quite a lengthy process and we've been pretty successful we've formed good relationships with government and uh, we facilitate government now where government is actually helping or requesting our assistance in in the whole process because we we flood them with with uh, with comments you know before they used to get <laughs> you know less than 100 comments on on any on any issue now we're sending through thousands at a time sometimes hundreds of thousands on on each on each campaign or each project so government has to sift through all of those because the law does require that they have to show proof that they have acknowledged and considered every single public comment. It differs in the sense that it's, we don't run petitions because government will look at a petition and they, if it's got a million signatures or if it's got one signature, government will treat a petition as a single submission because everybody who signed it has agreed to the mandate of, of that petition. Whereas our process individually delivers each public comment as an individual su- submission to to government, so they get flooded with proper legal requests and suggestions from from the public. It's pretty effective in bringing about change there. Before we go into it, and I am kind of encouraged to hear the government is obliged to listen and are willing to do so. But just out of interest, how effective are petitions generally? 
they're not, they're not effective in the sense that they hold no legal weight in the South African system at all. So that's, that's why I so said we don't run petitions. Yeah, there's a lot of petitions going around on platforms like change.org. But unfortunately, all they do is they, they're brilliant at generating public awareness and, and public drive towards, towards an issue. And in, in that sense, they, they are valuable. However, the government does not consider them in any way whatsoever. In countries like the UK and some states in the US, uh, petitions, if they reach about 100,000 signatures, Parliament is obliged to consider if they want to acknowledge them. They don't have to acknowledge them, but they're obliged to consider by law. In South Africa, we don't have those that kind of law. So it really, petitions carry no weight whatsoever. But public polls do. Yes, absolutely they do, because it, it's a great way of finding out public sentiment, and government should take note of that. But, you know, this is South African government. They, they don't at all. <laughs> We've had very many controversial laws, the gun law, for example. Mm. Which do you, what makes you decide what you're going to take a poll around? Well, we, we have various channels to communicate through. So we send it out on a telegram group or WhatsApp group or a little test group and we see which issues are, are most important to, to the public. And then if there's significant public interest in an issue, then we put it out to the, to the general public. There are so many decisions that government make on a daily basis that we simply cannot, you know, um, approach every single one. If, if we did, the public would suffer from what we've termed participation fatigue and, and they just simply wouldn't get involved. So you I think over the last three years, we've, we've managed to identify or developed a process where we can identify what's important to the public and what matters most. And it's generally issues that uh, affect the individual rather than regulatory changes on, on bills, which we really don't understand. And, you know, such as finance issues and, and, and so on. So yeah, it's, it's a tough process. Sometimes we might get it wrong. And then thankfully we've developed a good relationship with the public where they give us feedback. So we often get uh, emails from concerned public or public individuals or concerned groups. And, and other non-profit organizations to assist with, with their, their campaigns. And we do so willingly. In a moment, I would like to ask you about what you require from us citizens in terms of being active. But before I do, mm. can we just explore the, the Miss South Africa, the Miss Universe, um, issue? That was overwhelming support for Lalela to go and overwhelming condemnation that the government was interfering and the Department of Arts and Culture were interfering in something that they shouldn't. Um, who were the people that responded? And to what I, okay, let's stop there. Who were the people that responded? <laughs> it was a completely wide and diverse group of, of people that did respond. So across the board from all demographics, and we can measure um, where, who they are, and, and so on. Our system does identify uh, the different uh, demographics, which is important in, in public participation to make sure that we uh, are submitting a, a broad approach which represents the entire South Africa. And it was definitely across the board from all demographics, all racial groups, um, across the spectrum, all age groups and all locations as well that kind of looked at the government and said, what are you doing? This is actually up to her to decide what she wants to do. And it was quite, it was quite a shocker actually to see such, such support. 
and I, when I say such an amazing support for for her attending in in Israel, uh, I'd say about ninety nine point nine percent of of the participants said said yes, she must she must go. There were the the comments that were still anti it, and that could definitely come from the more radicalized uh, sector of society. It was very very easily identifiable there. So, and then the second part of that question is, to what extent is that representative of the types of polls that you do do? Do you normally get such a high percentage in favor or against a certain thing? No, no. Most of our campaigns do, um, do have an even spread. So that's, that's why we don't run petitions, but we offer the, per, the participant an opportunity to either support or, or object to it. Um, but this one was, Overwhelmingly in, in support, which is you know, quite surprising because all the government media releases and notif- notices said they represent the views of, of South Africans. And we, we had a suspicion that this was not true. So we did that process there, not a petition, but offered the public to, you know, an opportunity to express their views. And we proved the government wrong straight away. To what extent, I mean, as I said, I've seen um, your your uh, poll quoted in some media reports. Have you engaged with government on it, or what is the next step? So the next step would be to call the government out and say, hang on a second, you are supposed to be, we live in a representative democracy where our government is supposed to represent the will of the people. If the government is claiming that they are representing the will of the people in this case, we want to see that evidence and who they are actually representing because the public poll shows something completely different. And that is rather concerning. If, if the government cannot produce that, that information, then obviously we have a, a good case going, going forward and can expose the government for, for what they are. And hopefully that will keep on toes next time they try to make such ridiculous claims. So will you keep us updated as to what happens next? Definitely, definitely. <laughs> so we are going to, we're going to keep the poll open until the actual, uh, date of the event. I think it's the 10th of December. No, it's on Sunday the 12th of December. As far Sunday as Sunday the 12th of December. Brilliant, brilliant. So they will keep it open right up until the, the final day and then release those, those, those statistics, uh, open it up to a wider demographic because obviously our system is only on online. So people who don't have access to, to online services might not participate, but we'll, we'll open it up to a wider demographic, open it up to absolutely everybody and publish those results and then throw a bit of egg on, on the government's face as such. Yeah. Rob, my last question to you. What do you want in terms of active citizenry? What do you want South Africans to do? I think the term active citizen has um, perhaps changed over the years. Traditionally, it, it meant Getting out and protesting with a placard and viewing your, your dis, your distrust or, or distaste for, for what government has already done. We've kind of turned that on, on its head. So public participation allows you to uh, have your say and influence those decisions before they are made. Traditional activism is, is all about, uh, after the fact. So government has made this decision and now we're going to protest against it. Whereas our, our system allows people to influence those decisions before it actually happens. And it's really simple. You just go online. You can do it from your, from your armchair. It really, it really places an, an effortless solution to, to, to public participation, um, and to, to activism by, by embracing the armchair activist as, as such. And it really does make a difference. 
And it's all you really need to do. And it's far more effective than going to court after the process. It costs absolutely nothing. And it's really, really, really effective. Turning, you know, it, it sort of stemmed from the idea of, um, you know, somebody protests something or makes a comment on Facebook or launches a campaign on Facebook and people click like and they think they've done something. We've actually turned those likes into real world action. And it's the same, exactly the same process. So instead of clicking like, just go participate, add your name, add your comment, and then it, it actually does create impact in government decisions. Yeah. Armchair activism. I love that. Um, Rob, how does one become an armchair <laughs> activist? Where do you subscribe? <laughs> Very simple. You can go to our website, dearsouthafrica.co.za. Have a look at the latest campaigns that, that we are, are running. And there's, there are hundreds. There's always, there's always a campaign that suits anyone. And it's across the board, environmental affairs to proper legislation to whatever sector you're interested in, energy, no matter what it is, it's always, there's always something there. Participate, add your name and you become a subscriber immediately. And then we'll notify you of any other campaigns that, that do arise. Thank you very much for joining me. That was Rob Hutchinson, who is the co-founder of the NPO Dear South Africa. Download the new Diskim app from the Apple App Store or Google Play and enjoy the convenience of ordering your scripts via the app and then collect in-store. Check your benefit points, locate your nearest store, stay up to date with the latest promotions and create personalized shareable shopping lists. Download the Diskim app now and enjoy the benefits. Diskim Pharmacies, pharmacists who care. Thank you to all of you for joining me. Thank you to Lucy for producing. If there's anything like you'd like to comment on, you are welcome to send me an email at sharice at sajbd.org. Otherwise, until next week, I wish you all Shabbat Shalom.